my goodness. Good afternoon and happy Sunday to everybody. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Fran and we want to welcome you today to the closing service, the finale, hallelujah, of the Women of Thunder Conference. Listen to me if you have been missing this conference this weekend. Shame, 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 and shame on you because it has been phenomenal. And so we just want to welcome everybody that is streaming with us today. God bless you to everybody that is watching by way of Facebook and by way of Periscope and YouTube Live. All of you who are listening by way of Spreaker and Spotify and iTunes online, we want to thank God for all of you who are a podcasting uh, audience and listening. And also welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody on our Roku channel, the Oasis Television Network. To God be all the glory. We just want to thank God for you all on today. And we are so, so, so ready for the word on today and ready for fellowship, ready for worship, ready for just all that God wants to do on today. So let me ask you a question just first before we get into everything. Take a minute to share, 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 share. Hallelujah. Amen. Share this uh, broadcast. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it with those uh, that you know may need to hear some encouragement. Maybe they missed the messages all this weekend. You don't want to miss today. And we just want to thank God for all of you. Thank you for all of you who are watching from wherever you are watching from. Don't forget to share. And listen, as we are preparing, Preparing to go forth, we are going to bring on uh, the visionary for the women's conference. Hallelujah, Apostle Marlene Jeffries of uh, of uh, Joshua Generation Healing Ministries in Sanford, North Carolina. So it gives me great honor and pleasure to introduce her to you again on today, and she's going to come and take us into the furtherance of this service on this afternoon. God bless you, Apostle. God bless you, Apostle. Hallelujah. <laughs> good evening, good evening, good evening, great Apostle Francesca. So God bless you. God I bless love it. you. Hello, everyone, Facebook Nation. Hallelujah. Uh, all of our network sisters and brothers, glory to God. Good afternoon. Hallelujah. It's time to this afternoon for the closing of Women of Thunder. Hallelujah. Women Conference. And if, as Apostle said, if you miss Friday night and Saturday morning, you need to go back and check it out because we've been eating some good food. Hallelujah. And this conference is going to change your life. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. I pray to God everyone is as well, that you've gotten seated, that you're ready, you're rested, ready to get this word. Hallelujah. You do have your pen, you have your pad, you are attentive, you got your Bibles. Hallelujah. You shut all the other noise out because it's about to be on and popping, as we like to say. Because I'm telling you, we give it to eat real good. The table's given to be spread real good. You do not want to miss this afternoon. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm excited. I'm sure you can probably tell Apostle Jeffries is excited. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my soul has been praying Friday and Saturday. Come on here. I'm not going to be any less excited today. Glory to God. I'm geared up and ready. Hallelujah for the outpouring on this afternoon. Glory to God. With that being said, we just want to tell you welcome to this afternoon's 
closing out of our women's conference, women of thunder, hallelujah, they're roaring, glory to God, giving birth in a pandemic, come on somebody, hallelujah, and truly these women are being given birth in the, in, in the midst of this conference this weekend, hallelujah, so that being said, come on, let's get ready and open up these services and, and let's go and, and get, right this time we're going to have Minister Cassandra McClain to come on and give us our scripture, after she gives us scripture, I, I'm going to pray, glory to God, after we pray, we're going to have some worship music and come back with you. But I'm telling you, while, we, while you're getting geared up, come on, why, when the worship music come on, if you haven't gotten everything settled, it's your time to get settled. Because shortly after that, the word is going to come forth and you don't want to miss it. Come on, Minister Cassandra McLean, and give us our scripture for today. Amen, everybody. Um, the scripture will be coming from Revelations 12, 1 and 2, the King James Version. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. Upon her head a crown of 12 stars, verse 2. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. Amen. That was Revelations 12, 1 and 2. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank Amen. you, Minister McClain, for the scripture. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, these women have been given birth this weekend, and my soul has been blessed. Hallelujah. And those that have been watching, I'm telling you, I know your soul been blessed because I done got some praise reports. Glory to God. So at this time, if you please will go with us to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. We're going to bow our heads. Hallelujah. And prepare our minds and our hearts. Glory to God for prayer because we headed into that work, people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God, right now we come before you. God, to tell you thank you for this day this day has been an awesome day hallelujah we thank you for what you've done already on this day we thank you for the words that you've already spoken we thank you father how you brought us down on friday night glory to god reminding us hallelujah asking us what's in our basket and can we see clearly glory to god and father you took us down through that and we be reminded hallelujah we gotta make sure we got the right things in our basket the right fruit father the right vegetables the right word glory to god so god we thank you for what you've already done Thank you, Father, for how you took us into Saturday. Glory to God. And you explained to us about what it means to have know our worth and to be worthy, God. Hallelujah. We thank you for that word. We thank you for how you use the woman of God to remind us. Hallelujah. If you know who you who assigned you, glory to God, then you know your assignment. Know who you're called to. Glory to God. So, God, we thank you for everything that you've done already. Thank you for how you woke up this morning. Hallelujah. And took us to our different churches. Or we got service online. But, God, we're just excited. And we're giving you praise for what you already done and said hallelujah glory to god so god right now we ask you once again to forgive us for anything we've done or said it was not right god in your sight and god we ask you to hear our plea hear our prophet god we want to be in right standing glory to god and father we want to be able to get this word this afternoon and digest it so god we ask you to come right now god we ask you to remove every hindering spirit of god i ask you to remove every hindering spirit every noise that may be a hindrance god remove it right now in jesus Jesus name. God, prepare our minds, our hearts for the word that's about to come forth on this afternoon, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We ask you, God, 
to plow ground this afternoon, God. Make preaching easy for the apostles, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm asking you to search each and every one of us that's watching. Hallelujah. Search our heart and our mind, God. Hallelujah. When the word comes, God, it don't fall on deaf ears. Glory to God. But that, God, we can digest the word. Hallelujah. And it will grow in us and we can produce some good fruit. So, God, this afternoon, we bless you. We praise you. We ask you to have thine own way. Not our will, but thine will shall be done. In Jesus' name, God, get your glory on this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. And God, I'll ask you right now to go to Florida, Father. Zion for your Florida. And we ask you to touch apostles' body, God. Hallelujah. Touch your mind. Touch your heart. Touch your spirit, God. Glory to God. Touch your throat, Father, in the name of Jesus. Um, God, we God, wrap her right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Um, wrap her in the cloak of the cloth that you have for her, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let her rest in your bosom, God, in the name of Jesus. God, did when she poured the word on the day. Hallelujah. Get the word, God, she's going to pour out life into us, God, in the name of Jesus. That the word will come forth with power, revelation, and understanding, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, God, this afternoon, uh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. And we give you praise. God, this afternoon, uh, we say, have thy own way. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, get your glory, God. I don't know you. Get your glory, Jesus. Uh, have your way on this afternoon, God. We submit ourselves to you, God. We yield ourselves to you, God. Get your glory this afternoon, huh? Hallelujah. Have your way, God. Hallelujah. God, have your way, Jesus. Uh, in the name of Jesus. And God, we're going to continue to reverence you. We're going to continue to give you the glory, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, we continue to give you the glory, God. For this is your service for this evening, God. Hallelujah. And it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm just excited today about what God is about to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, at this time, we're giving to go into worship. So if you got something that you got to do before we get into the word, please get it, get everything settled so you can get this word this evening. Hallelujah. Prepare for worship now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Adonai We lift up your holy name We worship you Adonai We lift up your holy name We worship you Adonai we lift up your holy You are the glorious God Oh God you are me oh what us Thank you. 
Iwa to so Nebukadnezari deran fo fodun meje gbapo Iwa to se inu mi kai lift up your holy Ewu lati ka satani laya o Elijah said to Elijah, if you will see it, you can have it. If you will see it, you can have it. If you can see the gold, you can have it. If you can see the silver, you can have it. If you can see the Shekinah cloud coming in this room, you can have it. Just begin to grab a hold of it right now. Oh, Rabbi. 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 Oh, Rabbi.
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The weight of your glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, we should be worshiping God right there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The weight of your worship, God. The weight of your worship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank God for the worship this afternoon. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give God praise for his glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, uh, for the weight of your glory, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. At this time, we're going to ask Hallelujah. Prophetess McCray will come on now and introduce the speaker of the hour. Come on, people of God. I told you, you had time to do some things, get some things together because we're giving the bring forth. The woman of God is going to break the bread of life that's going to give us some more life. Amen. Come on, Prophetess McCray and introduce the speaker of the hour. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hello, Facebook and OTN Network and all other network systems. I am excited. Excited today, hallelujah, to bring on the woman of God. I can say so many things about her. Uh, she's an author. She's a mentor. She's the founder of Oasis Network Television. She's the founder of Oasis uh, Church in uh, Orlando, Florida. And I can say this, hallelujah, that she's a phenomenal woman of God. She has been a mentor to me in, in many facets. So let's get our papers and pens and our Bibles, our electronics, uh, our paper Bibles, and let's make our ears attentive. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our hearts ready to receive. Glory to God. And our eyes will be lifted. Glory to God. And see what the woman of God has to say today. Because I tell you, yesterday, oh my God, oh my God. I wasn't ready for it. But glory to God, I am ready today. Hallelujah. For those women on yesterday, they brought it. And I know the apostle, glory to God, Francesca Stubbs, glory to God, the mighty apostle Francesca. We're going to predict her right now because she has a mighty word from the Lord. Glory to God. Let's give her a hand clap. Let's clap, clap, clap. Facebook family. Hallelujah. Let's give a praise. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're ready and excited. Hallelujah. Amen. God, hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Lord for Prophetess McCray on today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God on today for the move of God thus far. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, okay. I think we got to do one more thing. Okay, so I'm. Um, we're going to worship once again. Amen. Is that what we're going to do, Apostle Jeffries? Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. But we go worship. Amen. We got a song. Amen. We're going to worship. Amen. With one more song. Amen. If that's all right. Praise the Lord. Amen. And then we're going to come back and get ready for the word. How about that? Because we're going to follow protocol. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank God again for Prophetess McCray and that introduction. I appreciate the Lord for her. Amen. Honor the Lord for everyone. Amen. Let's just worship and let's get ready for the word.
starts up here in your head, but really the control starts in your heart. Amen. And if God has your heart, he has your mind. He has everything. And so we just want to bless God. Hallelujah. Because that is our song of worship on today that we want God to have our hearts. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Again, we want to thank God for everyone that is viewing and listening on today. We honor the Lord. Praise the Lord for the visionary, the conference visionary on today. Amen. Apostle Marlene Jeffries. Amen. We thank God for Joshua Generation Healing Ministries in Sanford, North Carolina. Amen. Honor the Lord for them. Amen. Praise the Lord. We thank God for these anointed vessels that brought forth the word of the Lord and laid the foundation over the past couple of days. Amen. Friday night, Prophetess Andrea Jackson. Amen. And Saturday, amen, Prophetess Bradley and Prophetess McClinton. My God, what mighty words we heard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we just bless the Lord for all that he is doing. Amen. All that he is going to do. Amen. I hope you got your Bibles. Hallelujah. Amen. And that you're ready to go into the word of the Lord on today. Amen. Because we are going to get into the word. Hallelujah. Let's get our Bibles. We're going to the book of 1 Samuel. Amen. And I've just been reading through the book of 1 Samuel. Amen. And this was so appropriate on today. And uh, just as I was asking the Lord and seeking his face about what to encourage the women of God with, this is, these are some of the things that the Lord, hallelujah, was speaking. <clears throat> hallelujah. Amen. And so we're going to get this word on today. Amen. I pray y'all be patient with me in my throat. So if I'm clearing my throat all throughout this, that's all right. Just catch the word through all the clearing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Cause we're going to get the word. Amen. First Samuel. Amen. The first chapter, and we want to look at verses 19 through 28. Hallelujah. Amen. First Samuel chapter one, verses 19 through 28. Amen. And here begins the reading of God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. And it said, and I'm reading from you, reading to you from the NIV on today. And it says, early the next morning, they arose and worshiped before the Lord and then went back to their home at Ramah. Elkanah made love to his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, because I have asked the Lord for him. When her husband Elkanah went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. Can somebody just write that in there for a second? Hannah did not go. If you're watching by way of Facebook, if you're watching by way of Periscope, can you type that in? Hannah did not go. Hallelujah. She said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord and he will live there always. Amen. Verse 23 says, do what seems best to you, her husband Elkanah told her. Stay there, stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with the three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour and a skin of wine. And brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, where that when the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli. And she said to him, pardon me, my Lord, as surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked him. So now I give him to the Lord for his whole life. For he will be he will be given over to the Lord and he worshiped 
the Lord there. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you, God, for your word being blessed all by itself. And God, we ask you right now, God, that even as we receive your word on today, that you will strengthen us, that you would encourage us, that you would speak to us through your word on today. We cancel every assignment of the enemy, oh God, that will come to try to snatch the word, that will come to try to fight the word on today. We declare that the word will have free course as it goes over the airways on today in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, for strengthening your people that they would have ears to hear what your spirit is saying. And we bless you and we honor you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so I know this is birthed through the pandemic. Hallelujah. Amen. Women of Thunder Conference. And there's some things that the Lord spoke to me just like right before we were getting ready to get on here. Amen. And I love how God like give you some stuff at the last minute. You got to hurry up and write it down. <laughs> so that you can say what he's saying, glory to God. But I want to talk to you this evening about, amen, the pressure that produces pregnancy, the pressure that produces pregnancy. And I understand we have heard from the prophets on this weekend, amen, and they have declared to us the mind of God, and they have shared with us what the Lord, amen, has been saying to us, amen, about getting ourselves in alignment so that we can receive of the Lord. But let me tell you this, let me tell you this, this situation with Hannah, with her, amen, she was praying for her own need to be met without realizing that God was bringing her into the midst of a paradigm shift, and that the systems that were around her had already failed. And because the systems around her had failed, God had put in her a desire to long for the change that the systems had need of. Can I say that again? God put it in her to long for, not just long for, but pray for the change that the systems had need of. Samuel was the answer to the problem that was taking place. The, the, the priests were in apostasy, Eli's sons were abusing their authority. They were sleeping with the women at the door of the of the temple. Come on, hallelujah. Amen. And and so the leaders, amen, brought corruption to the house of the Lord. And so as I begin to even study this, and I've been reading this since the beginning of the month. I've been reading the, the book of verse Samuel for the for the entire month. And, and so here's what God has been dealing with my heart about, about the failing systems and the apostasy that our our church that the body of Christ is in even now. And so with us being in the state that we are in, we're thinking that we're having to deal with, you know, this pandemic. We're thinking, amen, hallelujah, that all of this stuff is going on. We just want things to go back to normal. We're getting tired of staying in the house, but we don't understand that the pressure that we are under is to produce a pregnancy. It is to cause you to see the word of God and to cause you to walk in a new place. But for some of us, we've been playing off in the, you know, in the, in the playing tiptoeing through the tulips. We've been playing games. We've been thinking that we still got time. We're not really understanding how how much time we are running out of and let me explain this to you this is the season for you to begin to pray that God would put in you the answer not raise up some 
somebody else. And see, that's part of what our difficulty is. We want God to send the answer, but we want God to send the answer through somebody else. Lord, you don't got to use me to do it. Let somebody else do it. And Hannah had no idea, even though she was making her vow to the Lord, even though she was crying out to God, her pressure pushed her into a position to cause what was shut up to open up. Can I say that again? Her pressure caused her to pray through so that what was shut up had to open up. I want to declare that to you today. I don't care what's shut down. I don't care, amen, what's closed down. You got to understand that God will put us in the midst of pressure so that it will provoke us to pray. Now, let me ask you this question. When's the last time you asked God to let you get pregnant? Listen to me. When's the last time you asked God to let you get pregnant? You got to understand how how biblically, amen, hallelujah, pregnancy is viewed in the scripture. You got to realize, amen, what that looks like, amen? And so when God births, he births for purpose. You know what I'm saying? I know in our society, we look at pregnancy as a consequence of unprotected sex. We look at pregnancy as, un, you know, when you're not planning it, it's something that's an unplanned pregnancy. And so we don't always jump and shout about something that's not planned. But I'm here to tell you, glory to God, that God wants to give you something that you didn't plan for. <laughs> Glory to God. God wants to prepare you for something that you thought you wasn't prepared for. Glory to God. Amen. And so you got to understand that pregnancy is a prophetic symbol of, of, of promise, expectation, and manifestation. Can I say it again? Pregnancy is a prophetic symbol of promise expectation and manifestation. And so when God, so we, we, we're looking at Hannah, when God, when God poured into, when he poured into Hannah and allowed her womb to open up, amen. The Bible says that she went into her husband, amen, and she got pregnant. Glory to God. The thing that she could not have before Listen, isn't it something, and I want to tell you this, and I was reading through this, when you read through this first chapter, you will read this, that, that, that the scripture makes a a notation of the fact that, that Penina didn't mess with her until it was time to worship. Now, I'm sure they lived in the same house. I'm sure they was right near each other, but the records only reflect Penina taunting Hannah when it was time to go to worship. And I want to submit to you today that that's how the enemy works. As long as you're willing to sit on the outside, as long as you're willing to stay in the status quo, as long as you are willing to stay in the norm, he ain't going to mess with you. But as soon as you decide that it's time for me to worship, as soon as it's time that you decide within yourself that it is time for me to go to the place of sacrifice, to get to the place, amen, to go give God what he's been asking me for all along. I know that it's time for me to sacrifice. I ain't been wanting to give this sacrifice because I've been wanting to hold on to it. But we realize 
realize that every time it was time, and I call these anniversary spirits, you know, these things that come around every year at the same time, you know what I'm saying, to taunt you, to tempt you, to test you, and that's what she was dealing with. Penina was an anniversary demon that showed up every year when it was time to go up to the sacrifice, and when it was time to sacrifice, here go Penina, you ain't got no baby yet. You've been, you've been with your, you've been with our husband all this time and God still haven't blessed you. And look at all of what I have. Listen to me. It was not until Hannah couldn't take it anymore. Hallelujah. It was not until Hannah had gotten to the place, amen, that she could not deal with the pressure of being taunted anymore. That, listen, all the times that she went to the temple, there's no record. We don't see it in the scripture. Amen. There's no record of her going before the Lord and praying in earnest the way she prayed the last time that Penina, amen, pushed her buttons. Have you gotten to the place, amen, that you have been pushed and pressed without measure or to the end of your measure? Come on here, somebody. Have you been pushed to the place that now I'm going in for this. I don't care what nobody else thinks. I don't care what they talk about. They're going to talk about me anyway. So let them say what they want to say. But listen, I'm going in and I'm going to get in the presence of God. And I'm going to get what I know that I need from God. Because only God can bring an answer to what I need. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. And so, amen. It, Hannah got to the place that she said, I got to get in the presence of the Lord. Because this spirit. This spirit, every time I turn around, she got something to say. Wonder what it is about the temple that stirs up the devil. Wonder what it is about me making up my mind to go sacrifice that stirs up the enemy. I wonder what it is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What it is about when I said to myself, I'm going to get up from here and go serve the Lord and go give him my all that now. All of a sudden, you who was with me all this time, you who didn't have nothing to say all this time, now you got words. Now you got something to say. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. And so here we have it. Here we have it. Amen. Hannah, amen, understood that her pressure, hallelujah, it was this place of pressure that had to produce this pregnancy, let me tell you something, some of the most horrific trials that I've ever experienced, at the end of them is when I've seen the glory, hallelujah, the glory of God. At the end of my trying time, at the end of a season of tears, at the end of a season of pain, at the end of a season of, of disappointment, at the end of a season of agony is when I have found myself birthing out something that I didn't even know that God seated in me during that time of difficulty. And I'm here to tell you that your testing is not in vain. Your trial is not in vain. Baby, this pandemic is not in vain. Jobs being shut down is not in vain. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that you might be facing today, honey, it's not in vain. God has allowed this pressure because he wants to birth something in you that you could not birth except you go through the pressure. Let me explain something to you. The only way that diamonds are formed is pressure on that coal that presses it out. 
hallelujah, until that diamond is formed. And you can't get the diamond without the pressure. You can't, you can't get pregnant with this thing that God has ordained for you, hallelujah, until you get through this pressure. You cannot walk in the power that God has ordained for you until you go through this pressure. Hallelujah. So here is Hannah. And, and let me let me let me shed some light on some of the things that Hannah is dealing with, because a lot of times we look at what she had to deal with with Penina. But we don't look at the foolishness that she had to deal with with Elkanah. Here is her husband, the man of God, bless his heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, who was in the land of oblivion. Here he is going up to go sacrifice. But he's in oblivion. You don't even know what's going on. Listen, and some of that was her pressure. Some of that, how could he not understand when birthing was a sign of the hand of God on her life? How could he not understand her grief? How could he not understand the burden for her to birth out? Hallelujah. How could he not see? Glory to God. Hallelujah. When people understood during that time that this is what we know, that if my womb is shut, then I must be cursed. But if my womb is open, then the hand of God is with me. The favor of God is with me. So here I have somebody taught to me who I know is a devil, but she walking around here with the blessing of the Lord because she's got her womb open. And then the man that I love, the man that I sleep with, the man who I call Lord, the man who I call husband, the man who I'm looking for for instruction and direction, who's on his way to the temple, is in oblivion. He have no idea what she's carrying. And this goes to show you that you could be in the house with people and they don't know what you're carrying. Just because we in the same house don't mean we carry the same seed. Just because you sleep next to me don't mean that you understand the mandate for God on my life or even vice versa. So you got to be able to see some of the pain. Hallelujah. That Hannah was dealing with. So when you look at verse 23, let's look at verse 23. Let's look at verse 23. Listen, first of all, 21 says, when her husband went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah didn't go. Now at this time, Hannah's pregnant. Hallelujah. She done, she done had the baby. She done, she done gave birth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She done, she done, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I felt that shoe. I felt that shoe, uh, prophetess Andrea. I felt that right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Listen, she, she said, I'm not going. Because I got to shut in. Y'all are standing around me and you're in oblivion. You don't even know what I said to God. You don't even know what I've been dealing with. You don't even know what I've been carrying. Hallelujah. And so because of that, you go ahead. Because I got to stay here so I can handle some stuff back here. Sometimes you got to pull away. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, somebody type that in there. Just, just pull away. Glory to God. Just pull away. Sometimes you just got to pull away. Sometimes you just got to exit stage right. Come on. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to let them go ahead and do what they doing. Glory to God. Because you got plans with God. So verse 22 says, Hannah did not go. And she said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord and he will live there always. Let me explain something to you. 
I am sure that many people thought that Hannah was backslidden because she didn't just miss one Sabbath service. She missed three years of Sabbath services. Oh my God. Sometimes you got to back away and just get with God and handle your business. Sometimes you got, this is how you birth. Hey, everybody ain't in the birthing room with you. Sometimes you got to back away and get by yourself and handle what God has given to you. You can't always have everybody around you at all times while you're trying to do what God has called you to do. I'm sure they was whispering about Hannah. Ain't this the same girl that was up here in the temple boohooing and crying and talking about she want God to open her womb. Now here go God done opened her womb. Hallelujah. And now she ain't even coming to church. What spirit is that? She done backslid on God. She done turned her back on God. Three years. How do we know it's three years? Because the Bible says that she sat to her husband after the boy is weaned. And we understand that they would breastfeed for at least three years, sometimes four, sometimes four. Look it up. Do your study. So at least three years she wasn't in church, but she was in fellowship with God. She was preparing herself for what God called her to because she understood after she made her vow to God, she understood Amen. There is a fulfillment coming here. Remember we said pregnancy is symbolic of promise, expectation, and manifestation. Sometimes when you get what God gives you, it's not always for you. Listen. Come on. Sometimes when God gives you something, it's not always for you. You mean to tell me I carried this baby. I nursed this baby. My God, I took care of this baby. I dealt with all of them getting up in the middle of the night, the throwing up on me, the stinky diapers. Come on, hallelujah. Amen. The sleepless nights. And now you telling me that it ain't for me? You telling me that I got to give it up? Oh, yes. You got to give it up. Hallelujah. You got, you got to give it up. Hallelujah. Amen. And verse 23 says, her husband answered her, do what seems best to you. What man do you know? What husband do you know? Listen to me. If I stop going to church, my husband will say, what's wrong with you, babe? You, you all right. What's going on with you? You ain't been going out to church. You ain't, I ain't heard no fellowship. I ain't heard. I ain't seen you with the saints. What's going on? And all he says is do what seems best to you. Now you have to understand how unusual this is because Samuel is a man child. Her husband was not involved in her vow. That's unusual. She didn't have his, she didn't have his permission. Now, you got to understand what the Old Testament says, that when a woman would make a vow and her husband wasn't privy to it, she could have got out of this. Because the Bible says that if she made a vow and her husband wasn't privy to the vow, then she could go to God and ask God to forgive her. So she really could have kept Samuel. Because her husband wasn't privy to what she said to God. But Hannah understood when manifestation came, that this thing is bigger than me. 
And this is why you got to understand that everything that you birth in this season, everything that God pushes out of you in this season, hallelujah, is bigger than where you are. It's bigger than what you've suffered. It's bigger than the house you live in. It's bigger than the car you drive. It's bigger than the church building that you go to to worship. That's why God has taken, amen, all of our value out of all these external things so that we could put value on these ethereal things, the spiritual things so that we could understand, hallelujah, what God, amen, has ordained for us is bigger. Can somebody say that? It's bigger. It's bigger than what I thought. It's bigger than what I dreamed. It's bigger, amen, than what I asked for. How do we know this? We can book that. The scripture says, amen, hallelujah, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, hallelujah, and abundantly above all that you ask or even think according to the power, glory to God, that works in in you. It's working in you. Hallelujah. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than what you thought about. It's bigger than what what they prophesied. They only saw in part. They only knew in part. Honey, it's bigger. And this right here ain't hype. I need you to understand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is as a seed. Amen. And when that seed is planted, amen, that tree sprouts up. Amen. The Bible says, and the fowls of the air nest in its branches. That's how big it is, honey. That even stuff that don't belong here tries to get in it. That's how big it is. It's bigger. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's bigger, bigger. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We sing that song. Amen. That what God is going to do. Hallelujah. It's going to be big. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. It's going to be big. It's bigger. Amen. Than anything that you can even fathom. You think, amen, that the thing that you're working on right now for God, amen, is about you, baby. You're going to have to let it go because he wants it. It's, it's the Samuel. You know how we always talked about, amen, when we look in the scripture and we always look at Amen. How we have to give God our Isaac. Like Abraham, amen, took Isaac up to the mountain like he was going to sacrifice him. Amen. And we all talked about God wants your Isaac. Well, I'm coming to tell you, God don't want your Isaac. Hallelujah. Amen. Because Isaac, amen, got to go home with his daddy. Hallelujah. God wants your Samuel. He wants that thing. Amen. Hallelujah. That you pressed out, that you that you burped out, that you cried about. Hallelujah. That you was holding on to with everything that is in you. Hallelujah. He wants that thing. He wants your Samuel. Amen. And if you never get it back, if you never see it again, you got to know, hallelujah, that it's in God's hands that it was the answer to the problem that was needed for the day. Let me go back to dealing with Samuel. Why was he so important? Why was his entrance so important? His entrance was important because Samuel, he symbolized the the changing of the guard. He was, amen, a new epoch, hallelujah. He was the the prophetic sign, hallelujah, amen, that God was not just bringing in, amen, hallelujah, a new man of God, hallelujah, but God was bringing in a new movement, amen. And so what was before him had to be crushed. What was before him had to die. What was before him had to be judged. What was before him had to be shut down so that he could take his rightful place. I'm here to tell you, and I'm prophesying to you right now, that the thing that we are seeing God do right now, hallelujah, amen, is he's killing the old, hallelujah, so that we can take our rightful place, because there's no way that the new guard, hallelujah, can take over until the old guard dies. 
And listen to me, and I say this gently, and I said this months ago when we first started dealing with this COVID-19, and I say this with humility, hallelujah, glory to God. We understand, hallelujah, that many people have gone on to be with the Lord. Listen to me, and it's not my responsibility to figure out whether they was right, they was wrong, not my business. But I do understand one thing, that when God takes down one, hallelujah, it's because he got to put down, put up another. It's when we see this changing of the guard, I'm telling you, the pressure produces pregnancy. And what you thought you was carrying, oh my God, is so much more. Hallelujah. It's so much more than what you thought it was. And here's Elkanah going to worship, but in oblivion. Do what seemed best to you. You ain't going to worship anyway. Do what seems best to you. Amen. And then he said something smart to her. Let, let's keep reading. And, and he told her, he said, well, stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now, I need you to look at what he was saying to her. Okay. Hallelujah. I need you to look at what he was saying. Now, the scripture says. This NIV says, and the King James says, do what seems best to you. But can I tell you, that's a wrong translation. They got it wrong. That's not what he said. He said, he says here in the scripture, stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. Now, every other translation, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Masoretic text, and the Septuagint all say something different. They say the same thing, but this says something different. The King James says something different. The ESV says something different because they didn't translate it right. And really what he said is, stay here until you have winged him. Only may the Lord make you make your word good. So in essence, he said, he thought in his mind that she changed her mind. So he didn't understand. He said, I hope God deal with your heart and make you make your word good. Because he heard what you said. That's what Elkanah said to her. He was a husband who didn't have any faith in what she was doing. Whatsoever. And sometimes you got to keep moving. Even if nobody don't believe you. If your BFF don't believe in you. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. If your cousin. Your sister, your brother, your mama, your daddy. If they don't understand. Your sons, your daughters. If they don't understand. Your pastor, your apostle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You got to be obedient to God. And here he was taunting her. And saying to her, I hope the Lord deal with your heart. And you make your word good. And so this is why you got to study. Because sometimes we're thinking one thing is being said and something else is being said. He was a little salty with his wife. First of all, you made a vow without me. Second of all, hallelujah. Second of all, here you are. Now you don't gave God this yes. And you told God you're going to give him Samuel. I hope he deal with your heart. I hope he deals with your heart. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You got to understand this. That when God puts his seed in you. When God puts his seed, and I'm almost finished. When God puts his seed in you, 
You got to make sure, hallelujah, that you walk in obedience, that you fulfill your vow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, 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 and let's get back to the question. When is the last time you asked God about getting pregnant? I'll never forget the day that I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, uh, Maria Gardner was preaching. I came and gave my life to the Lord under the big gospel tent on the corner of, of Farmers and Linden Boulevard in Jamaica, New York. Right there on that corner. Hallelujah. Amen. And she was preaching a revival. Amen. There at New Greater Bethel Ministries. And I'll never forget she preached a message. Amen. About pregnant faith. Hallelujah. And she said, right now, I just want you to lift your hands and whatever you need from God. I need you to just believe God that you're going to get pregnant with that thing and God's going to give it to you. And all I wanted was to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't even know what the Holy Ghost was, but that's all I wanted was to be filled with the Holy Ghost because I really grew up a heathen. And I lifted my hands and the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I want to tell you something right now. That you need to get to the place that you start asking God, Lord, let me get pregnant again. Open my womb again. Stir my womb again, God. Whatever is old and dead and dying, do me like you did Sarah and bring my eggs back to life in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Because I got to birth what you want me to birth in this hour and I can't afford to sit out on the sidelines. And I understand that we don't like being pregnant in the natural because, oh my God, we lose control of our bodies. Come on. Come on. We don't like, amen, all of that extra growth. Hallelujah. Amen. And that expansion. But I need you to hear this in the spirit. Growth and expansion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can't grow when you can't expand until he dropped that seed in your womb. Glory to God. You need him to drop that seed in your womb. You need God to drop that seed. Hallelujah. In your womb. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We get we get frustrated and aggravated about this life that's growing on the inside of us, that's taking over our bodies, that's taking over space in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and growing at its own will and moving at its own will and stirring at its own will. Hallelujah. Isn't that just like, hallelujah, God on the inside of us? Hallelujah. That he moves in us at his own will. He stirs us up at his own will. He grows in us at his own will. Hallelujah. We need God to grow. Hallelujah. We used to sing a song. I feel God stretching out in me. Hallelujah. When's the last time we sang that? that that's a song about pregnancy. Come on. Amen. That's a song about God. Amen. Dropping seed in your inner man so that you can become everything. Hallelujah. That he wants you to be. I understand the discomfort. I understand the emotion emotional changes. I understand the pain. I understand the fear of the unknown. Hallelujah. I understand it. Amen. And even when we're carrying what God has put on the inside of us, we don't understand what awaits us. We don't understand what things are going to look like. We don't understand how God is going to move. We don't understand what this baby is going to look like. Who this baby is going to look like. Come on. Hallelujah. We don't understand any of that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we got to let the life of God. 
expand in us. Hallelujah. We got to let the life of God grow in us. Hallelujah. This is what we need God to do. Hallelujah. We got to get over ourselves. Get out. Get over Elkanah. Get over Penina. Get over those that's close to us. Get over what we think other people think about us. Hallelujah. We got to get over what we think about us. Didn't we hear that on this weekend? Hallelujah. We got to start thinking like God thinks. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to start. Amen. Acting like God would have us to act. We got to walk like we got this thing. Hallelujah. Because the promises of God are yay and amen. And everything that he said that he's going to do, he's going to make it good. But he want, we want you to give him your Samuel. Remember what you told, you told God that you was going to do. Remember what you said that you was going to yield to him. Remember what you said that you was going to sacrifice to him. Remember your vow and pay God your vow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God wants to deal with us. And I want to say this to you. We look at Samuel's name and we think that Samuel's name is Samuel. Amen. It doesn't, it doesn't, we think that his name means that the Lord, uh, that I asked the Lord for him, but that's not what Samuel's name means. Hallelujah. Samuel's name means the Lord listened to my request. And I need you to understand Hallelujah, that you are going through what you are going through because God heard you. <laughs> hey, glory to God. You are going through what you are going through because God heard you. You mean I'm experiencing all this hell because God heard me? Yep. Hallelujah. You're going through what you're going through because God heard you. Samuel had to go. Hannah experienced everything that she experienced because God heard her. Her pain, even after the fact, because letting go, I'm sure, letting go <laughs> was harder than not having a baby at all. The thing that I wept for, this place that I went into the presence of the Lord for. Now I got to let it go. Listen, got to let it go. And you got to learn something. I'm going to leave you with a couple of points on today. Okay. I want to leave you with a couple of points. Number one, while you're carrying, don't you let illegal voices speak to you. When you read in the book of Kings, you will see how Elijah and Elisha had to walk through the schools of the prophets, right? Amen. They walked through the schools of the prophet. And as they did, the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, don't you know that your Lord is going to leave, leave you today? Don't you know that your Lord is going to leave you? Now, all this time, you ain't had no good word. You ain't catching no mantles, but you know that he leaving. And what did Elisha say to them? He said, hold your peace. And I'm going to tell you something. In this season, what you're carrying is so precious. The place that God has positioned you is precious. And you cannot, you don't have time to listen to illegal voices. Hello? You don't have time. That's why, that's why, you know, even the, the wrong prophetic voice that spoke when, when Hannah was in the temple. Okay? And Eli thought she was drunk. And he falsely discerned what was going on with her.
because he was not in the spirit. We knew that he couldn't see no how because the Bible said he had dim eyes. <laughs> you got dim eyes, but you're trying to prophesy. Sit down, go get your glasses. Come on here. Let God open your eyes on today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So that told us that he couldn't see anyway. You the man of God. You the man. You, you the leader. But you can't see. And so she had to stop and she said, uh-uh, Lord, that ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me. You got to shut these illegal voices from speaking over you because your baby can hear what they say. Come on here, somebody. It's a proven fact that those that are pregnant, amen, that your child that you are carrying in your womb can hear what you hear. That's going on around you. So I want you to preserve your womb, your spiritual womb. And don't you let people speak things in the spiritual ear of your spirit man. Hallelujah. And cause you to abort what God has put on the inside of you because their voice is illegal. God did not release them to release a word for you. And you got to do like Elijah said and say, hold your peace. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say to me. Shut up. Because you ain't got no word. Hallelujah. That's number one. Number two. Don't allow others disbelief in your faith. Cause you to react. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hannah knew what her husband was saying to her in verse 23. She knew that he was being smart. She knew. Come on. Hallelujah. That he was trash talking. Oh, so you, you thought because I've been home for these three years. Did I change my mind? Oh, okay, I got you. Don't watch me. Watch my moves. That's all I got to tell you. Come on here, somebody. You ain't got to tell everybody what you're doing. Just work your metron. Come on here, somebody. Stand in the place God told you to stand in. Walk where he told you to walk. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. You, you don't got to prove nothing to nobody. And I often say this. You don't have to prove nothing but one thing. And the Bible tells you what you got to prove. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? That's it. That's it. That's it. So you got to be able. To make sure, amen, that you don't allow other people's unbelief to, you know, because they don't believe in what you're doing. Or they don't believe that you're going to follow through. All right, y'all hold that right there. You got to remember above all else. And this is 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 20. That God hears you. Be careful what you say out of your mouth. Even while the pressure is on. While you're carrying your seed. Because God hears you. He answers your prayer. God hears you. Be mindful. Hallelujah. Of what you say out of your mouth. And not even just what you say out of your mouth. But be mindful of what you think. Because whatsoever man thinketh in his heart. So is he. Come on here somebody. Hallelujah. Last point. It takes a voice from the future. Listen to me. To pull you beyond yourself. And to pull you beyond your limit. And I want to tell you. Hannah didn't have nobody around her. That was a voice from the future. Hannah had to be her own voice from the future. She had to see what God had spoken to her. She had to be, be able to see beyond beyond. She had to be able to see beyond what she was dealing with. She had to see beyond Penina. She had to see beyond Eli. She had to see beyond Elkanah. She had to see beyond her dead womb. 
and pull herself into what God said. You need a voice from the future. And if you're around folks who are not voices for or from the future, listen to me. Sometimes you're going to have to speak to yourself from the future. I will have whatsoever things I say. That's what the word of God says. Come on here, somebody. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I see. I see you, my brother, Terry. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you got, you got to make sure that's, that's your job to make sure that there's a voice from the future speaking to you. That means you need a prophetic voice. And, and, and Hannah had to be her own prophet because the prophet had dim eyes. Come on here, somebody. The prophet in charge couldn't see. The prophet in charge couldn't see that she was at a roadblock. The prophet in charge could not see, hallelujah, that she was at an impasse and needed somebody to pull her beyond her limitation. All he could see was, your mouth is moving, but I don't hear nothing. You need a voice from the future to speak to you. And let me leave you with this. This is the Women of Thunder Conference, right? And I know, I didn't ask Apostle Marlene why she called this Women of Thunder. I had absolutely no idea. You know what I'm saying? And I, that just dropped in my spirit. And I know that James and John were called Sons of Thunder. And so I began to look that up. And I listened to the theme, Birthing Through the Pandemic. Women of Thunder birthing through the pandemic. Listen to me. When you start thinking about what a woman of thunder is, let's talk about what the sons of thunder were. Now, see, we got some scholars who didn't study far enough. And what they have said is that Jesus, because, you know, Jesus had nicknames for everybody. Right. And so James and John, they said, were given the name sons of thunder because they were impetuous, because they was wild. Because, you know what I'm saying, they were ruthless. We think Peter had a mouth. Let's remember James and John. When people didn't receive, they was like, look, Lord, call down, call down fire from heaven and kill them. That, that was James and John. James and John was like, listen, can't you let us sit on the left hand and the right hand to you? Their mother was trying to get them to sit on the left hand and the right hand. That's not what made them sons of thunder because they were impetuous or because they their temperament was off. When you study this further, you find out that the works that they did thundered in the earth. And thunder in the Hebrew is voice of God. And this goes along with our text on today because Samuel replaced the voice that was there. And God set him in place as the voice of the Lord to the people of God. The priesthood went from Focal, focal, the focal point of priesthood, serving the people and bringing the word of the Lord to the prophets. Amen. The voice of God led the people from that time on. And so I want to say this to you. If you're going to be a woman of thunder, you need to understand that this is about you being a voice from God, a voice of the Lord. Amen. So that voice from the future is the voice of God. That voice from the future is the sound of the king's voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That resounds the purpose and the plans of God. You don't have time to fool around with folks who just want form. That's what Eli represented. That's what Hophni and Phinehas represented. Come on here. They represented form. It's time for you to thunder, woman of God, 
men of God. It's time for you to thunder. It's time, hallelujah, for them to hear, for the world to hear our voice. Amen. For us to resound with the sound of the voice of God and to declare what God is saying without shame, without apprehension, without worry of repercussion. Because this pressure <laughs> produced this pregnancy. And I ain't got time because I done dealt with my discomfort. I done went through my pain. And so now this is about manifestation. This is about God showing up and getting the glory out of his vessels because the guard had to be changed. And now we're going to see the focal point is switching off of all of these celebrities and off of all of these celebrity voices. Come on here. Hallelujah. And celebrity preachers, which is oxymoron. And now it's about the voice of God leading his people. Will you be that voice? Listen, I want to pray for you before we turn this over. Let's pray. Let's believe God today. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know how you have dealt with things during this pandemic. I don't know if you've been struggling, amen, to get pregnant with the things of God during this pandemic. But I want to tell you something. Just like God heard Hannah, he wants you to know that he hears you. And you do not have to sit on the sidelines. You do not, amen, have to worry about what anybody else is saying or doing. I don't care how many Elkanahs are surrounding you or how many Peninas are taunting you. Every time you decide that you want to do what God says, the enemy wants to show up. And I want to tell you, all you got to do is be reminded that God, hears you. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, I pray right now for every woman of God, for every man of God in the name of Jesus. I declare over them, God, that they will be your voice in this hour. We cancel every assignment of the enemy that has come to bring distraction. We bind every voice of every Penina, every Eli, and every Elkanah that doesn't understand our call, that doesn't understand the burden, that doesn't understand the pressure that we are under to do the will of God. And Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we would understand what you mean when you say that we are women of thunder. That we will let our voices be heard. That we would let, oh God, the voice of God resound within our voice. That you would put weight behind our words. That the words that we speak would not just be our own words, but that they would be words filled with the power and the life of God in the name of Jesus. We curse every work of the enemy. We declare and decree on tonight that every person that is heard, whether it was Friday or Saturday or today, we declare in the name of Jesus that Jesus will be lifted high, that you will be glorified through us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We declare, Father, hallelujah, that our best days are ahead of us. Hallelujah, that we will be like Hannah, and we will give you our Samuel. We offer Samuel right now. Whatever it is that's in our life that is like Samuel to us. That is precious. That we prayed for. That we waited for. That we cried for. That we, Lord God, sought your face for. Right now, we yield it to you in the name of Jesus. And we will not hold back anything from you, oh God. In Jesus' name. 
We pray now, God, for those who are not saved. We pray that you strengthen them. We pray that you would encourage them. We pray, God, those that have been on the sidelines and have been worrying about what they're going to do in this pandemic. God, I prophesy to them that they would give birth. That they would give birth in this pandemic in the name of Jesus. That they will walk worthy of the call of God that is upon their life. Hallelujah. That the song, Withholding Nothing, would be their mantra, would be their theme song, would be their heart's cry in the name of Jesus. We will not let anything stand beside us that is not like you. We will not walk in agreement with any spirit that's not in agreement with you, God. We thank you that you brought us to the changing of the guard. And we thank you for counting us worthy of standing in this place. You did not have to allow us to stand in this place, but you allowed us to stand here. And we give you praise. We give you honor and glory, mighty God. We thank you today, God, for your hand that is heavy upon every one of our lives. Every person that's listening, God, we thank you for change, for healing, for transformation, for deliverance. In the name of Jesus, we declare that it is so. And so it is in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for the word on today. And I pray that you receive something on today. You don't have no choice but to give birth through this thing. That's You, you don't have no choice. This pressure is about you birthing. And so you're going to have to give God. What he put in you, it's not for you, it's for somebody else. And listen, we're going to bring Apostle Marlene back. Amen. Hallelujah. But I want to say this to you. If you've been blessed this weekend, we want to hear from you. We want to hear these testimonies. We want to hear, amen, what God did for you during this time. If you're watching on our television network, email us, contact us. We want to hear from you in Jesus' name. Amen. We turn this over to Apostle Marlene Jeffries. God bless you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Where you're sitting at, can you just bless the Lord right now? Can you just give him some praise? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you shabak him? Hallelujah for this awesome word that has came forth. Glory to God. This powerful word, this life-changing word. Can you just bless the Lord right where you're at? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm telling you, my spirit man is leaping right now. Glory to God. Did I not tell you that the woman of God was going to come and bless our souls this afternoon? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Pressure produces pregnancy. My God from Zion. Hallelujah. Now you can understand why the pressure has been so intense. Come on, somebody. You can understand why this pressure, come on here, was so <coughs> intense. It was so hard. It was so heavy. And you couldn't explain it. You didn't understand it. Glory to God. But this afternoon, the woman of God plowed through here. Glory to God. And she helped you understand. Glory to God. Why this pressure has been so intense. Oh, how I bless the Lord this afternoon. You understand that this person's giving, causing you to give birth. Glory to God. Hallelujah to God. That spiritual baby. Did the enemy try to make me stillborn? Hallelujah. Did the enemy try to make you abort? Glory to God. Today you understand. You could not abort it. You could not. It could not be stillborn. Hallelujah. It was a must. Hallelujah. Did this baby come to life? So we tell God, thank you. For the pressure that we feel. Glory to God. We thank you. Hallelujah. That this pressure is giving birth. 
Yes, Hallelujah Jesus. to the Lord. Yes, I bless Jesus. the Lord. Apostle Francesca Stubbs, she brought the word this afternoon. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And while we edit, we want to take time and pray for her because she poured us from the depths of her soul. Glory to God. So people of God, where you're at, I want you to stretch your hands, lift your hands, hallelujah, lift your heart, lift your spirit, and we want to pray for the woman of God, because she has truly poured out this afternoon, glory to God. So come on, let's let's pray for the woman of God, hallelujah, come on here, let's begin to exalt the Lord, let's begin to break in our heavenly language, glory to God, because we already know that she just made the enemy mad, glory to God, but we come against every spirit, every demonic force, glory to God, and we pray right now, God, every word that was brought out of Apostle God. Hallelujah. Everything that she gave out this afternoon. The bread that she prayed for the people of God. God right now. In the name of Jesus. God right now. We ask you to come right now God and wrap her right now God. In the name of Jesus. Wrap her in your anointing God. God throw a cloth around her father. Throw a cloth around her God. Drench her right now Father. In your anointing God. And we come against every spirit God. There'll be no backlash from this word that came from of the day, God. Hallelujah for herself, nor her family. God, there'll be no backlash. So God, right now we pray scripture to the woman of God. We pray double script right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Pour to her, God, everything that she poured out, God. Release another anointing upon her, God. Let your glory continue to rest for her, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, breathe in her nostrils. Hallelujah. Wrap her right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Take her down into the storehouse, God. Uh, hallelujah. Read and abort and unto God like only you can in the name of Jesus. So God, right now, we thank you, Father, for touching her body. We thank you, Father, hallelujah, for speaking in her ear gates. We thank you, God, for blowing in her nostrils. God, we thank you, Father, that when it's all said and done this afternoon, that God, hallelujah, that you give us sweet rest. Uh, because I hear you saying, well done. Hallelujah, thou good and faithful servant. Uh, so God, we thank you right now. We thank you for the heart, the souls, and the mind that you touched this afternoon, God. We give you glory this afternoon, God, and we give you praise. Uh, thank you right now, God, for touching your woman servant. Thank you, Father, for pouring back into her. Thank you for building her up, God, for everything that she released. And God, we continue to pray for her throat, God, that healing continue to take this perfect will, this perfect place in her life, God, that her throat will be healed in Jesus' name. And God, we thank you for it right now. We speak healing and deliverance. It belongs to her. And it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Apostle, while you're still sitting there, I just want to tell you, thank you for the phenomenal word that you brought forth from this afternoon. And I even thank you for you were talking about the women of thunder. Hallelujah. Because God keeps reminding me that there's a baby that the women are carrying. Glory to God. And they have no midwives to help them push. But God said, I'm going to send some midwives in this season to help them push. So the midwife that God said, hallelujah, Friday night, Saturday morning, Amen. and today is helping some woman give birth to the baby they told her was not hers. Come on, somebody. Helping her give birth to the baby that she felt like, well, maybe this is not mine. I need to abort it. Uh, maybe I'm carrying it too long. It's going to be stillborn. But I thank God, hallelujah. And God said, when the women, come on here, when the mothers begin to break up. When they begin to travail, glory to God. Come on, you hear a thunder. Glory to God. The change comes about. So I tell God, thank you for the women of God. Thank you, apostle. Hallelujah for helping the women that was at nine centimeters. Now they're at ten. And they can push and birth that baby on today. Hallelujah. Because they understand they got a midwife. Oh, they will have a push this baby out. 
So I bless the Lord and I thank God for you. God, I'm sure. Now you allow the Lord to just use you and pour out of you today. I Jesus, bless the Lord and I Jesus, tell you, Jesus. every woman that God gave to be a part of this conference, I did not understand. And we both know some of the ladies, I didn't even, I don't, didn't know anything about them teaching and preaching, but what I did know was God it had to be. Hallelujah. And we didn't need to ask no questions. We just need to be obedient. And we can just get in that place. Stop asking questions and just do what God said do. There's purpose in it. Hallelujah. We, we so busy questioning God. Just let God be God and you walk in obedience. So apostle, thank you for this powerful, oh, uh, rich word. Thank you for this word. Hallelujah. I got so many notes over here that I just, I'm telling you, I'm full. I told them, I said, I tell y'all, hallelujah, that TV network, didn't I tell you that this afternoon was going to be off the chain? Hallelujah. So, Apostle, I tell you, I love you. I thank God for you. Continue to pour out, continue to cry out and spare not. That's what Jesus, we we ain't got time to sugarcoat the word. We don't have time to be afraid afraid to speak the truth. That's the problem now. We don't want to speak the truth. Thank God for a woman of God that don't mind. Speaking of word in season and out of season, doesn't matter who it cut, who it hurt. Hallelujah. If it hurts, so feeling good. That's going to make you come into alignment. Glory to God. Jesus. Hallelujah. So Jesus. we tell God, thank you thank for you, the Lord. word. And I love how you said, hallelujah. It, 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 uh, it takes a voice from the future. Come on here. It takes a voice from the future to pull you beyond yourself and beyond your limits. That thing blessed my whole life. Oh, Don't God. you know I did a dance? <laughs> Jesus. Come on in here. Cause we don't look at here. Right, 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 right. Come on here. You don't came out of your past. You uh, in your present. Come on here. And you don't got stuck in your present. Hey, Jesus. God, I'm taking you. Come on. You. God, I'm about to send a prophet. Come on here. A pro- Come on here, God. I'm about to send a prophet. Come on. I'm about to send a prophet. I'm about to show you a part of your free future where I'm trying to take you to. So, baby, endure the pain. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer. 